just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Dolly, y'all! This is Tony, Raisa, Oscar, y Carlos, and we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf. And we'll be bringing you the best of the best. Of lo mejor of Latinx comedy. Join us for new episodes every Tuesday. Cada martes. Martes. Spanish Aquí Presents is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donde sea, chico. Justin Linville. Chris Gethard. Listen, man. Listen, man. My baby is here at yeah. the facility. Mm -hmm. And my wife's here right now, but she's leaving. So at a certain point, I may need to step out from this taping. Yeah. And you'll be in charge for the first time. And you've been resisting this tooth and nail. You may have to finally claim your destiny today. Yeah, I'd be, I can do that for sure, dude. I got it. Do you have a copy of the outline? Are you ready to go? It's in front of me on my computer. I got it. I'm all set. You want, to, you want me to man the fort while you're away? I got you. I need to see your game face. You got to show me your war face, Justin. Yeah, man. That's not a game face, Justin. Show me your game face. I don't know how game faces work. I never played a sport. The face you're making right now, it's the opposite <laughs> of a game face. What do you mean you've never played a sport? Never even casually? Um... <laughs> All right, everybody, it's Chris Gethard. Welcome to the CGP, the podcast, a podcast that is a companion to the uh, Chris Gethard Presents television show on public access here in New York. But you don't need to watch the TV show. You can enjoy this podcast on its own because both projects have the same goal, bringing you a whole bunch of New York comedians that I love, a bunch of people that I think uh, are already part of this community, all these different New York comedy communities that kind of cross over and I'm kind of, I think, in the middle of that Venn diagram, a lot of these communities. As always, with my co-host, Justin Linville, who yet again, at the top, I have to say, you don't seem so interested in a, <laughs> staging a coup that leads with, ends with you being the leader of this project. Look, I don't think I'm like a coup guy. I don't know what the requirements are for being like, I don't know what a game face is. I don't know what energy is, really. Um, I'm just doing my, I'm just doing me, dog, you know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Finally, big time. I'm glad to see you're at least big time. Joining I'm... us today, the other people in the room. Once again, you remember her from the first episode of this podcast. She'll be hosting the next episode of Chris Gather Presents with a show she has dubbed Coochie Creek. Christy Cielo, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Papa Geth. Okay. Once again, referring to me as your father in a way that I'm not totally comfortable with. <laughs> How are you? I'm really good. I'm really excited. I'm excited to be back here, excited for the show. The first one was so much fun. Yes, you were there. You enjoyed the energy. You, of course, did a, a bit to plug your upcoming episode. And I drove you back to Queens afterwards, you and Riley Soliner, and you were, you were filled with an energy and a buzz that makes me feel very hopeful for your upcoming debut as the host of Coochie Creek. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think it was really special. I think a lot of comics are very excited about this. That's great to hear. And for the listener of the podcast who's thinking, maybe I'll tune in Wednesday night, maybe I won't. You want them to watch live. What's yes. the one sentence pitch you got? Oh, God. The Coochie Creek. What can these people expect? Um, a, a very horny experience that's also a little transcendent. A little <laughs> transcendent. Wow. I think if I had to yeah. That sounds good and intriguing. Horny and trans and, and transcendent. Horny and transcendent. Also joining us, he was a man that I've a person I've worked with 
for so long in so many different contexts. <laughs> who recently appeared uh, as part of Keith Haskell's mixtape, episode two of CGP. Keith kind of dragged you into it. Connor Ratliff, what was that experience like? It was, it was a crazy day. I don't know what I contributed that would will have benefited it as a broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the things that I contributed to the day, I made the day longer. You did. I I made several mistakes in trying to help that I don't know whether they'd be entertaining to watch or not. But you're a very likable guy. And I... I, I hope, Hopefully I brought an element of charisma. Well, and Because I would say this. I, I would almost phrase it. I have a lot of love for Keith Haskell, but he, I do find him very annoying. So I'm sure you brought some charm and likability that he couldn't muster. Yeah, Keith... I, Keith is likable, but it's in such a specific quadrant that I feel like it's not necessarily something that always translates... You know Indeed what I mean? Like he has a likability that is sometimes uh, hard to perceive. Very true. And last but certainly not least, I would say the breakout star of episode one of Chris mm. Gather Presents. Mm. As soon as the episode was done, Bryson Wallace, our social media guy, he texted me. He said, everybody is flipping out about the meat sky. And I don't want to pull back the curtain too far for all these people who are, are viewing this as a mystery. The actor who portrayed the meat sky... Ike Ufomodo, I've messed up. I just checked with you. I'm sure people, Ike Ufomodo. Ufomodo? Very, very close. I'm, I apologize, but it is the final, It is a tongue twister for it, me. It, yeah, the Ufomodo? Yes. Ufomodo. And do. I checked it and I nailed it beforehand. And I feel so embarrassed right now. <laughs> I do. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a process. I once introduced, I once hosted a show and I introduced, I introduced Sabrina Jalise as Selena Jabris. <laughs> and she has never cared. And I have always felt insecure around her ever since. And I so sincerely apologize. Well, the apology is accepted and uh, there is no need to feel, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it was a great effort. I, I also one time hosted Whiplash and slaughtered the word Kandabalu. I slaughtered <laughs> Hari Kandabalu. <laughs> let's let's move on. You uh you you Carmen had you do a bit yeah. three different cured meats. You were yes. doing commercials with them. How did you feel about the bit? How do you feel about this reaction? Uh, well, the reaction uh, is is of course unexpected, and uh, I'm glad that that resonated with the people. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I I got an email from Carmen uh, with the uh, with the copy for the different meats, and um, yeah, it was it was love at first sight. I thought, wow, <laughs> this, this this copy is good. I'm I'm a good, I'm a fan of good copy, especially about good meats. So, All right, there you go. We're taking some calls later. Uh, Christy's going to use this as an opportunity to practice calls because we'll be yeah. taking calls as part of Coochie Creek. Yeah. I texted you about this and said, do you want to pick a call on topic? You said, I want to challenge myself with something that I don't know very much about. So later in this show, we mm -hmm. will be taking calls on. Outer space. Outer space. Something you admittedly don't know much about. I don't know anything about outer space, although I find it very interesting. So I want to encourage everyone to call in with questions about outer space, concerns about outer space. And I'm going to really challenge myself to, to answer all your questions. Fair. And before we get into Justin's bit of the week, for you guys who haven't been here before, every week, in preparation for him someday running this project on his own, <laughs> I've been asking Justin to run one bit. Before mm -hmm. we do that, there's been some running drama. Uh, the first two episodes of this show, Annie Donnelly, Chris, you were here the first episode. Mm -hmm. She gave us reads. She mm -hmm. was very mean to all of us, but it's charming. She kind of tore Gary up, she one did. of my good friends. And Gary was not here to defend himself. He wasn't. I mentioned episode two. I publicly apologized. Gary texted me and was like, how could you let that happen? I said, that was my <laughs> fault. I'm so sorry. I texted Annie and I did say, you know, Gary's telling me he didn't love being put on the spot like that. I said, I apologize to him. Is there anything you want to kind of pass along as part of the show? And again, open invitation to Gary to come and address this if you want. <laughs> Annie wrote me back after I said, you know, do you have any response uh -oh. that you want me to let, you know, send over the airways to Gary? And she said, because I had said he, he wasn't thrilled with what happened. And she said, is that right? How wonderful Gary might come on the show. <laughs> I thought this was a podcast for up-and-coming comedians. Not been there, done that, and I don't care who I step on to get there, comedians. <laughs> you go ahead and tell Gary that he can fire his shots. I'm already a sad sack of shit down on her luck working mom trying to make it in comedy. Do your best, Gary. I know my true friends will be there to pick me back up and you'll be at some butt-fucking award show. 
And then she said, can you tell him that for me with the number four? And I said, will do. <laughs> so Gary, once again, if you are listening and you want to come in, open invitation to come address this. Now let's get into Justin's Bit of the Week. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Justin's Bit of the Week theme song. Everybody says it's up to you, it's time to go, you've gotta move, nobody says hey sit and wait, just relax, you're doing great, well now it's time to slow it down, you've got permission so stick around because now it's time for Justin's bit. Wow. wow, who was playing that uke? Oh, it's me. You play the ukulele? I do, yeah. Is that live or did you lay down the instrumental track and then do the vocal later? Um, That was live. That's great. Wow. That was yeah, beautiful. That Most Justin. impressive. And Justin, I have to say, I, this is two different theme songs in two weeks. Mm -hmm. You're really making Jared and Harry work on this bad boy. I mean, it's it's all fun stuff, you know? Theme songs, they're great. <laughs> They're that fun. was beautiful. Um, so this, um, Justin's Bit of the Week this week is a game called What Do I Got, Doc? Um, in this game, callers sent us voicemails describing their ailments and afflictions. It is the panel's job to diagnose them correctly with a collective decision. So you all have to decide on what the uh, affliction okay. is. Um, if you diagnose correctly, you get a prize. If you diagnose incorrectly, you got to slap your own wrist. <laughs> if, you, if you listen closely to the patient, you might just hear a hint. When did you harvest these voicemails? I, I missed it. I mean, I think we'll see. We'll see. Do you know the answers to these afflictions? I do know the answers to these afflictions, okay. yeah. So these right. are their real ailments? Yeah, these are real ailments, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This guy's, um, this is a voicemail from a guy um, named Anderson. Okay. Um, if even one of us doesn't agree, does that mean the uh, diagnosis doesn't uh, go forward? I think you all, you all have to make a collective decision. We have decision. to make a collective mm. okay. okay. So, yeah. My mother is a nurse. Great. Wow. wow. I'm so, a woman. Mm, that's good. <laughs> but Connor, what do you I, I bring nothing to okay, this. Connor. Okay, good, good. Great. Hey, what's up, dude? I'm Anderson. Hey, throw me a beer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. I'm a reporter for BuzzFeed based out of Turkey, dude. My life is awesome. Only thing is I've been experiencing chills, dehydration, nausea, diarrhea, and pain in the rectum. Please help me out so I can get back to partying out here in Turkey, dude. What do I got, Doc? Wow, Anderson, I'm sorry to hear that. Wow, that's an intense voicemail. I can't wow. believe you got someone to open up that much. And I yeah. can't believe he was drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. He's even though he's having diarrhea. Very sick. He can't stop partying. Chills, nausea, diarrhea. You know what he's got? He's got to get himself to a doctor's <laughs> death. <laughs> Yeah, I think medical wow. attention is the diagnosis, right? I mean, <laughs> all these guys should get medical attention, but... Uh, um, so it looks like maybe he might doesn't. have, like, irritable bowel oh. syndrome. Mm. I have a version of that, and I don't know that it brings on chills. 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 Yeah, chills is oh, a maybe like a, a stomach bug. I could think of stomach... I'm also... Yeah. Th I was thinking stomach flu, maybe dysentery. I don't know what dysentery is. It's where you get diarrhea until you die. Oh, <laughs> dysentery. Also, remember, there's hints embedded in all of these voicemails. I asked them all to put hints in their voicemails. So think mm. about what he does and where he's from. Oh, he works at BuzzFeed and, and he's from Turkey. He's from Turkey. Oh, he's from oh, Turkey. Oh, maybe he has salmonella. Let's do that one. How is BuzzFeed a clue that leads you to... Uh, buzz, um, like honey, buzz. honey or something. Honey. Okay. Do we have any great. more voicemails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got. Um, Were um, we right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yay! So right. if you get them all, if you get them all right, you're gonna get a prize. Oh, it's not a prize per diagnosis. <laughs> it's a prize if you get them all right. There are three of them. But, so two more. Okay. okay. All right. Um. So this, this is um. <laughs> <laughs> so this one comes um from from Rindy from a um. Hey, I'm Rindy. I'm a trial lawyer from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So I was scratching my back the other day, and I noticed something a little fishy. Ha ha ha. But not real fish or nothing, just something weird. It was a few bumps on my back that at first were not painful, but now it started to hurt like a tornado. Ha ha ha. But not a real tornado or nothing, but it is real pain. The bumps are contained to one side of my back and grow in a semicircle pattern. What do I got, Doc? Thanks. Oh, wow. He had a great voice. Yeah. He's yeah. a very cool voice. He should do voice of yeah. Um, Where was he from again? Sioux, Sioux Falls. Falls. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls. Um, Can we also point there... out, Connor's taking this game very seriously. I am. I, I... You want to win. 
I don't want to slap my own wrist. No. Mm-hmm. It's a bad punishment, yeah. Um, I think it's shingles. Okay. I was going to say shingles, too. Yeah. What's the clue that we're pulling that from? Um, I did, I, the bumps in a circle in one isolated area. Yeah. And there was something else you said. Tornado. That mm-hmm. rips the shingles off your roof. Oh, yeah. right. Ike, Ike, do you agree? Uh, what? Uh, well, here's uh, what's ringworm? That's like <laughs> athlete's foot. That's a lot like athlete's. It foot. Okay, like but a does ring. it also do a a, a pattern? Uh, it does, but it doesn't. But have, I've not... had ringworm multiple times. <laughs> okay, so we have the resident because I do jujitsu, and it's a very common mat disease. Mm. But it's basically athlete's foot that's not on your feet. I see, Gather, You are our Old best mess. resource for this because you're kind of like a medical control group. <laughs> for I have had, had a I've lot. Had that. It can't be that. A lot of ailments. Is it shingles? shingles. It is shingles. Ah. Shingles. Very good. Very good. That's very good. great. One more voicemail, perhaps? One more voicemail. Yeah, yeah. I liked how muppety that one mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. sounded. Mm-hmm. These are great voicemails you found. I found great them job. all. I found them all. They're great. Wow. All right. This is all the third one. Greetings. My name is Patio, and I am calling from Computing, Computing, Michigan. I am devastated to report that I have been experiencing computing, computing, foot pain from my computing, computing, foot. This pain has only started occurring after I hit my foot on the ground on the basketball court. Please, what do I got, Doc? Oh, that one's really hard. Hmm. Is it a computer virus? Was that an AI? Was that that an AI that left that message? Um, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Hmm. Hmm. But what? But it has to do with his foot. Yeah, I'm sure. He shy. hurt his foot. Is he an android or a cyborg? But we, we got to diagnose computer. him, though, not to say what he is. It's just tough because he kept shouting the word computing. 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 Well, I think that's just that's also just because of whatever that was. Man that a has. translating uh, mechanism, or is that the the actual? That was the vo- that was the actual voicemail that was left. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a computer virus. Yeah, I feel like that, that's it. But it's is that too foot easy? injury? But the foot has nothing to do with the computer virus. This is the mm. best game you've come up with so far. And I'm glad Carmen's not here to shit on you immediately about it. <laughs> it's much more pleasant to play it when Carmen's not yelling about how bad this sucks. For sure. you got to sort of buy into these games sometimes, you know? Do we all want Are we missing a hint? Um, Can you give us a hint to what the hint is? Um, I maybe think this, one, this guy left out it. This guy forgot to include a hint. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, well, well. I'm going to go with computer virus just because I want to move on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Like, what do you com- think? I think computer virus is the first thing that came to mind, so. This is actually incorrect. <gasps> oh, no. Incoming call from Patio. Idiot humans, you could not properly diagnose someone if they were right in front of your eyes. I am Patio the Alien, calling from my spaceship. I'm on space vacation. I've been getting your podcast transmitted to my spaceship, and I don't like what I hear. (laughs) It has convinced me to redirect my vacation vehicle straight to planet Earth and eliminate all human life on Earth. Oh, no. I'll see you very soon, maybe next week, and then never again. (gasps) But what was the answer? (laughs) Oh, he had a stub toe. A stub toe. He was, he was, that was sitting right in front of our face. He was te- he was trying oh. to test you guys, um, um, and I'm you not, guys failed the test. So I'm he's going to eliminate all human life next week. I'm not worried. When he left the first message, it sounded like his the the number of times he had to say computing, computing, <laughs> leading me to believe that his resources are limited. They're pretty limited. He's he not could like... barely get out three sentences without sort of losing all functioning power. <laughs> I don't think he comes from an advanced race of aliens. I think that he called on an iPhone. And he's got a sore mm. foot. Yeah, he's got a sore foot. <laughs> all right, so that's about that it. That was for a this fun week. game. Well, yeah, yeah Justin, I have to say, I, I, all three episodes, this is by far the most confident I felt that someday, if you overthrow me, yeah. that it'll go well. Oh, you agree? <laughs> <laughs> I'm agreeing with your sentiment that this is the one that displays that I. Have some ability. Yeah, I have to say that didn't feel like a segment on a show. That felt like a backdoor pilot for its own show. Yeah. And also the production value was incredible. And I don't know when you're putting in all this time with Jared and Mary, but (laughs) I feel bad for them that their resources are being taken up. It's not a lot. We're not doing too many. uh, (laughs) 
Okay. Thank you, Harry and Jerry. Well, Jared and Harry. Do we have to do the punishment? <laughs> oh. We have to play it out. Oh, we're playing an outro song? Everybody says it's, it's the same up to theme you. Song, yeah. It's time to go. You've got to move. And nobody <laughs> says, hey, sit and wait. Just relax. You're doing great. Well, now it's time to slow it down. You've got permission, so stick around because now it's time for Justin's bit. Do we need to do the slap of the wrist because we got the... Uh... Oh, yeah, you got to do the slap of the wrist. Oh, oh the, the punishment is that you have to slap your own wrist. Uh, Not hard? that life Not, is going mean, to be I mean, eliminated how... on Earth. Yeah. I did a baby one. Yeah, you, you did a baby you one. You out on it. Okay. I've got Ike here. I've got Connor here. I've got Christy here. We've got three people who all fit a certain mold here. Three people who I would say are not traditional comedians in the way that I think many many people who I think are outside of comedy cities and maybe even more so New York don't realize that there's a real trend of a crossover between arts and we have three people in here I think are uniquely trained as actors is my understanding and have an acting background that has mixed with their comedy uh, Christy I know you have a degree in drama I well almost I, I basically so you studied do. drama I studied drama I did drop out where was that at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy and how did you enjoy the experience I love acting I grew up doing regional theater I did like summer stock theater growing up mm-hmm. I've always been into theater and acting and, and and I enjoyed training at this conservatory but it was very pricey and I pay for it myself and so it was it was hard. I ended up dropping out. Fair. But Fair. I really enjoyed the actor life. Connor Ratliff also went to acting school in Liverpool, England. I yeah. Believe. First, I was a theater major in Missouri, and then I dropped out. Nice. And went to study uh, drama school at the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. Wow. Wow. Connor, it's so cool. Now, Ike, I know a little bit less about your uh, yeah. student background, but I do know that you, from my understanding, have a background in experimental theater because... My good friend and collaborator, Drew Johnston, once lived in a house with you. Ah, yes. And then he said it was all sort of experimental actors who lived in a sort of communal setting. And then that was many years ago. And then when when you guys crossed back over in the comedy scene, his jaw dropped. Because he always viewed you as as more of a... uh, a theater person. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I went to NYU for acting and um, hopped around a bit there. I uh, trained in Meisner, <gasps> classical, okay. experimental <sighs> theater. And yeah, I, uh, I, I left that institution after four years. And um, yeah, I thought I would just act and mm-hmm. kind of fell into experimental theater. And then I got ideas for things that were humorous and involved one person. And so then I found my way into the comedy world. You did. And it's yeah. it's an interesting thing. Let's talk about it. Because, Connor, I think a lot of comedic actors find their way through UCB. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's probably the most traditional path for somebody who's blending acting comedy is to go the improv route, I would say. Yeah. Um, I should also say, just to give props where it's due, Connor, I think many people for the past few years, and Connor, I don't think you like when this is said, a lot of people I think view you as the top dog improviser in New York, and some people would say the country, and I don't know if you're totally comfortable with me saying that. I would never say something like that, but I don't mind you saying it. It feels it's a very it's a very flattering compliment. It's very nice to hear you say that. Are you that. aware that this is a thing people say? I certainly feel like... Uh, I got to a level, where, and this is probably the the most bragging I would do, where everybody's the best at a certain level, and you're kind of like you wouldn't object if some. It's like when you see those like polls of the greatest movies or right. greatest things. You might not agree with the number one pick, but you get to a certain level, and you're like, I get why that. You know, like you feel like you're, so you're in a saying, comfortable. You're saying there's a world where there's Citizen Kane, The Godfather, <laughs> yeah. Chinatown, and you're like, I'm comfortable being called an easy rider. If you want yeah. to call me easy rider, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, Connor, easy rider. Uh, now. I want to take a quick break, and then we'll get back. We're going to talk more about your guys' acting chops, and then we're going to put them to the test. I've designed a number of things today that will embrace the fact that you're not just stand-ups. You're not just improvisers. You are all trained actors, and we're going to put that to use as soon as we get back here on CGP The Podcast. All right, and we're back at CGP The Podcast. We're talking about how today we have a room full of people who have crossed over between acting and comedy. They have... Uh, acting backgrounds, all three of them, and now they have focused on comedy. Justin, you're kind of in the process of going the other direction. You're someone who came to New York, focused on comedy. Mm-hmm. Now you've been beefing it up with a lot of acting classes because you're starting to book all the roles, baby. Sure. Well, I just I got a few acting jobs, and I was like, if I am going to 
get jobs. I should learn how to do this instead of being just like a little deer on set, just like freaked out. I know? never took an acting class. I really? never did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only improv. Wow. And I have an American studies degree from a state school. And I should have done what you did, which is when I started getting, I, now mm-hmm. I don't get roles anymore. And it's because I'm a one note actor. You're not one. I, I am. I, I feel like I'm doing things very energetically and differently. And then every performance I've ever seen of myself on film or TV, I'm doing the exact same low energy bullshit. So anyway. Right. That's not did a you bad say thing. right? Did no, you say- I'm, I'm <laughs> saying right as in like I hear what you're saying, yes. but it's not. I should have stepped. You're doing the right thing though. You're stepping up to the plate, trying to learn it as a craft. Right, but you didn't do a wrong thing. No, I just focused on improv like an idiot forever. Okay. <laughs> I, I, never found, I never found that I learned much from acting classes. I learned from doing plays. Yeah. I got better from doing more plays. Improv classes, I got better. There were practical things that you could sort of mark and measure. But I also found I found that in two different countries, two different approaches, a lot of acting classes were uh, kind of abusive. It was sort of like people who were uh, <laughs> everyone just nodded their heads. Yeah, you both nodded your heads, and no- Ike just gave a, a knowing chuckle. Yeah, it's there's really? a there's a real problem. Well, because here's the thing: like a culture of abuse in acting mm-hmm. schools. And a, a lot of acting classes were taught by people who were viscerally angry at you because <laughs> they didn't want to be teaching you to do it. They wanted to be out doing it professionally. And instead, they were looking at, like, a new generation of people who might achieve their dreams. Oh, wow. And this is very, I would say, very honest. I, yeah. Would you agree that there's an abusive quality to acting classes? Uh, well, yeah, there are some very fine uh, acting teachers out there and very fun classes and very nice classes. But then I, I think there's, uh, and I, I don't want to, I'm not an authority on any of this, but I feel like uh, maybe like training that came out of the 20th century was very personal in a strange way uh-huh. or kind of therapeutic and kind of like, yeah. I don't know, digging underneath the skin in a way that wasn't entirely healthy, I think. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. We're going to put your acting uh, chops to use in three different things that will apply to the CGP project here. Uh, First up, I want to just warm up, do some Meisner exercises with you. Ike, you mentioned that you have a Meisner background. My understanding, I've done some very basic Meisner stuff because some improv teachers will try to ape it at times. Repetition, that you tap into the different takes on sentiments and lines by repeating them until you almost remove the surface value of what they mean and you find the emotional meaning behind them. That I know there's much more to it than that, but is that the basics, Ike? That's the basics. The very basics. Okay. So all four of you have acting degrees. Maybe we'll just split up at times. <laughs> Maybe Justin and Ike, you can do our first one. I will give mm-hmm. you a line and uh, and you guys will do a quick Meisner repetition with that. We'll see where we can get. Is that wow. okay with you? Okay. So Sounds you can great. turn the mic so you can even face each other, make some eye contact. I might weep. Okay, let's see. And your your line will be uh, <laughs> Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be, <clears throat> as said by Weezer originally. <laughs> so we know the original context. Let's see where you guys take it. Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. <laughs> Beverly Hills, that's where you want to be? Beverly Hills, that's where you want to be? Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be? Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. And Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. 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 Okay, let's end that there. That was incredible, I would say. (sighs) I will say this, and Justin, no offense to you, I feel like, Ike, you stepped the fuck up quick on that. And Justin, it felt like you, talk about putting on your game face. Mm-hmm. I have you, my game face there? You quickly realize it's not a pain. I would say an impressive number of takes yeah. on that yes. line. That was really Ike, how, nice. are you, how are you feeling afterwards having put yourself out there? Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, I, I, I feel okay. I feel all right. It, it, it's been a while since I've been uh, on the on the saddle. Is that a saying? On the Back saddle. Up on the old saddle. There you are. <laughs> the old repetition saddle. Enough. Connor and Chrissy, let's do one more just for you guys to lock okay. into it and then we'll move on. <clears throat> you guys are going to lock in as okay. actors. And Christy, I think you in particular might remember this line. Okay. Okay, you guys are going to say, and there's a lot to remember, so please focus up. Okay. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish. 
but she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. <laughs> of course, from the 90s hit by LFO. So I, need, I need to hear it again. Please. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish. But she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. Wow. Christy, do you got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, Connor, um, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take them if I had one wish. But she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish. She's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. Well, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I would take them if I had one wish. But she's been gone since that summer, since that summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish, but she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. Wow. I like girls (laughs) that were Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish, but she's been gone since that summer. Since... That summer. Wow, let's end that one there. <laughs> let's do one more quick one. One more quick one. Let Wait, I can so con- what, was that yeah. song about one girl who wore Abercrombie? Like she's been gone. So he says he starts plural and then starts he goes plural, singular. Then goes singular. Yeah. I don't know that anybody has ever actually called LFO the light funky ones out on this <laughs> as hard as you are right now. And I'm glad so, someone's think, finally is that really put, what they're the LFO? light funky ones. Yes, I'm glad someone's finally putting yeah. the screws to LFO. It's about one person, Connor and I. <laughs> Connor and Ike, you're mm. sitting right next to each other. Okay. How can we not? How can we not? I've been using lines from music, particularly 90s music, and I'm excited to see what you guys do with the line. Of course, from Master P, let me hear you say, uh, na, 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 na. <laughs> I'm sensing fireworks are about to happen between these two. Christy, how are you feeling about I'm, it? I'm really excited. This is a stare down. Let me hear you say, uh. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear you say n- oh. <laughs> na 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 na. <laughs> Let me hear you say uh na 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 na. Let me hear you say nah. Uh. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Uh, let, me, let me let me hear you say uh na 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 na. Let me hear you say uh na 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 na. Let me hear you say uh na na na. Let me hear you a say a maelstrom. No, they nah, don't even nah, hear nah, us right nah, now. Nah. They're so locked in with each other. This Let is incredible. I am so horny. Hear you say. <laughs> this looks like violence uh, might break out. Na 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 na. Let me hear you say. Oh, na 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 na. Wow. Let me hear you say. Ah. Uh, they seem so angry at each nah, other. Na 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 na. Let me hear you say. Ah. Uh, Nah, 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 nah. Something has got to give me. Something has got to break you. Say, ah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Let me hear you say. I don't know how to end oh, this. I don't know how to end nah, this. I can't. Nah, nah. These are two nah. people giving it their all, putting it all. Let on me the hear line. you say, ah. <laughs> They're choreography. Oh, they're reaching towards one another. They're reaching towards each other. Let me hear you say that. If they touch, there might be an explosion. I don't know what's about to happen here, Christy. Justin's videotaping this to make sure there's legal evidence of what's happening. No, 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 no. Wow! They interlock fingers, interlace fingers. Wow, that was incredible. Thank you all for doing that. Thank you all for doing that. Feels good to act. Feels good. Feels good. Now, I am going to hand out... To Connor Christie. And Thank I. you. Justin, that was intense. Have yeah. you ever seen anything like that? No, that was intense. That was a lot. Okay. Now, each of you has been handed a piece of paper. It has the mm. same exact thing on it. One of my favorite things thus far about Chris Kether Presents is I put out word publicly, and the very first time we announced it, 
if you have an idea for a TV show that you'd like to do, I will consider it. I can't promise you it'll happen, and I'm prioritizing New York comedians that I already know and love. But you have an idea, and I've been getting ideas from all over the world. This is true. Um, CGPMNN at gmail.com. We've had hundreds of pitches come in, and uh, this is a good representative of the fact that a lot of time, fans of mine and fans of public access television are insane and send insane <laughs> ideas. This, I would say, is by far the most insane pitch that I've been given. Oh, my God. It is from someone. It, you, you will immediately see. <laughs> the content itself is strange. I had to write back and say, I'm fascinated by this, but I have no idea how you expect this to translate to a television show. Um, I have wow. printed it out. I have permission from this person to air this on the podcast. I'm going to ask each of you to take a section and then just pick up where the other person left Got off. It. I've marked where everybody should. I'm three very talented actors and comedic, <sighs> with a comedic bent. This is great. This is the, what I hope will become an infamous email known as the Grape Snatcher email. I believe, Connor, you have the first section. This is by far, I would say, the strangest pitch I've gotten so far. And I've gotten many strange ones. The strangest pitch for an episode of television that came into Chris Gether Presents so far. I am writing to you about my secret shame. When I was in elementary school, I participated in an AOL kids-only RPG about middle school. It was exhilarating. However, <laughs> there was a group of elitist older kids who called themselves the vets. They'd been playing the longest, who were hard to take. Wow. That's why I teamed up with a bunch of other ragtag misfits to form our own cooler, better guild, the Punky Monkeys. <laughs> It was very important to me for about a year and a half. Not did it help me make new friends, <laughs> some of whom I've stayed in touch with to this day. But I got to explore my passion for writing in a safe space. However. Oh, my best friend in real life, parentheses, and to this day, got kind of jealous. We were in different classes that year and starting to grow apart. As fifth grade wore on, the punky monkeys started to grow apart, too. We all just got really busy in homework, with homework, and real life. It was painful to acknowledge. So, I created Grape Snatcher 42. Grape Snatcher 42 was the ultimate villain. She only wrote in purple and neon green Comic Sans MS. The most hideous of all font choices. Why? Because she was crazy. And she hated the Punky Monkeys. My IRL best friend and I got to work writing long screeds against the Punky Monkeys in purple and neon green comic sans. Signed by this lunatic. We antagonize unsuspecting role players. Who were just trying to have fun. <laughs> The chaos we unleashed did two things for me. It brought me closer to my IRL friend, and it weirdly brought me closer to my internet friends, since we now had a shared mission to protect each other from this grape-snatching scourge. I would love for Grape Snatcher 42. I should mention lowercase g, uppercase r, lowercase a, uppercase p, <laughs> lowercase e, uppercase s, lowercase n, uppercase a, lowercase t, uppercase c, lowercase h, uppercase e, lowercase r, 42. Mm. I would love for Grape Snatcher 42 to wreak havoc on the CGS set. I would be happy to write a creepy ransom note in purple and neon green comic sans along these lines. Grape Snatcher will show mercy if enough people come out to reassure her that 30 is the best age. If you do not come out to reassure her that 30 is the best age, she will continue to snatch all the grapes in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Western Queens. Western! <laughs> Don't be silly geese. Do what she says. Just an idea. All best. Grape Snatcher 42. What? I challenge anyone to let me know how we can convert that into an hour of television because I'd love to make it happen, but I, I, I can't imagine. Christy, currently working on an episode, the level of work I'm asking you to put into an outlet to break down 58 minutes of television. Can you even, can anyone? No. Is there I anyone don't... here who wants to go to bat and say, yes, go with this for 58 minutes, Kevin? I think just the, as a whole, okay, Grape Snatcher would wreak havoc on the set 
by writing a creepy ransom note. Again, a visual medium Always of interactive in cos- television. Comic Sans. <laughs> yes. So it's just a font. I think the show. I, I think the show. Uh, we need to be. This, we're, we're overcomplicating this. The show is simple. <laughs> Grape Snatchers <laughs> asked for this show. Enough people coming out to reassure her that thirty is the best age. That's the show. That's the demand, right? Okay. We just need a packed studio, and it's just a, a, a roundtable style discussion with a mod, at least one moderator. Okay. Connor, you might be. Uh, would you lead this? Would Absolutely. You? Thirty is the best age is a great title for a show. So we have. 30-year-olds or people who maybe are not 30, but they're either looking forward to it or they are looking back. And it's just and it's just like why it is the best age. We maybe have one or two dissenting opinions just to keep the conversation lively. Yeah, but quick, quick how would you incorporate the punky monkeys? Okay, we have to move mm. on. We have to move on. This is insanity. This was just I think a bit, and I can't. The Connor, punky monkey sound like they could be the house, the house, house band for that the show. House has to, the punky. Okay, we're actually building an episode that might work. I want to do one more thing that blends your guys' uh, wonderful talents for both comedy and acting. Are you guys familiar with the WWF superstar known as the Ultimate Warrior? No. I've heard the name mentioned. The ultimate, no. anyway, okay. The Ultimate Warrior wore face paint. He had tons of steroids. At one point, he's a crazy person. At one point, he legally changed his name to Warrior. This is true. His legal name by the end was Warrior. This was a speech the Ultimate Warrior gave. And I'm going to ask you guys to read it. Actually, Christy had this idea of competitive acting. I thought it was a, a fantastic idea. Um, I'm going to play the speech and then ask each of you to do your rendition of speech. Mm. Ultimate Warrior was known for he was the ultimate warrior. And he was constantly yelling to the other little warriors out there to tap into their warrior spirit. On April 7th, 2014, he gave a speech. It was, he had He was a long story. He had uh, he was on the outs with WWE. They put out a DVD kind of mocking his very insane performance style, um, persona non grata. They brought him back WWE Hall of Fame. The Monday night after he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, April seventh, twenty fourteen, he gave this speech, <laughs> and this is true. He gave this speech. It was very passionate. And then hours later, in the parking lot of the arena, he dropped dead. <gasps> this is true. So I'm going to play for you the oh Ultimate Warrior's God. final speech, and. Uh, so then sad. I'm going to ask each of you to give your rendition of his speech. His and ultimate it, speech. It's up yeah. to it's sad. up to you if you want to do it in your own style or if you want to match the Ultimate Warrior style. No WWE talent becomes a legend on their own. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others. It makes them believe deeper in something than larger than life. Then his essence, (laughs) his spirit, will be immortalized by the storytellers, by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him and make the running the man did live forever. You... You, 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 you are the legend makers of Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> I love it. He died right and after then he that. Dropped? A few yeah. hours later, he legitimately dropped wow. dead. He was walking to his car with his He'd wife. He said it all. He said it all. He dropped <laughs> dead. Okay, I, I care what you say. If you say the perfect thing, you the, will die. They'll take it from. They'll take it from. No, yes, this That's is true. That's the ring. This yeah. is like the ring. Anyone who says this speech dies. And, and, and we're gonna we're gonna go. Oh, wow. I, Connor, Christy, Christy, you during the day need to get someone else to say it because if you don't get someone else to say it within 24 hours, you will die. <laughs> okay, Ike, I'm gonna Fuck. ask you. You'll start with no WWE talent, and you'll end with you are the legend makers of Ultimate. Where I don't know if you want to put an Ike take on it. If you want to try to you capture are. what the Ultimate. Warrior did. Let's see. All right, here we go. Justin, you'll judge who wins at this bout of competitive acting. Sounds good. No WWE talent becomes a legend on their own. <gasps> Shakespearean. But the choice is here. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe the final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others and makes them bleed deeper and something larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized by the storytellers, 
by the <laughs> I'm ready to watch like a three hour Peter Jackson movie that opens with this. Who is the loyalty? Ike by never the loyalty. breaks. Ike never breaks. He never breaks. By the memory of those who honor him and make the running, the man did live forever. You. 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 Me? You. <laughs> you. You are the legend makers. Oh, a change in voice. <laughs> of Ultimate Warrior. Oh, he's back. Wonderful. Connor Ike, Ratliff. That was great. Now, <laughs> Connor taking on the mantle of the Ultimate Warrior. I think Death he's going to do it like the Warrior. No! WWE talent <laughs> becomes a legend on their own. Stunningly oh accurate. Oh my god. Every man's heart one day beats his oh my god. final beat. Is he here? His lungs breathe a final breath. He's I've never seen anything like this. And if what that man did in his life makes his blood pulse through the body of others and makes them bleed deeper and something larger oh than life, then his essence, <gasps> his spirit, will be immortalized. Oh my God. By the storytellers, <laughs> by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him and make the running the man did live forever. Oh my God. You, you, <laughs> you, me? you, <gasps> you. Connor's making the craziest eyes you, I've ever seen him make. You are the legend makers of Ultimate Warriors. Wow, okay. Wow. That was that, better than the video. That was better than the actual Ultimate Warriors rendition of his he own. Knew. Okay, he well, knew. I so we've had a Shakespearean take on message. it. We've had a stunningly accurate Oh God, imitation. I can't compete. I can't do it that accurately. Yeah, I was gonna end, try. You gotta end strong. Oh God. Um, okay, I'm gonna change my voice a little bit though. But I'm not gonna do like the act. Okay, I'm making an actor choice. <clears throat> I'm so scared. <laughs> no WWE talent becomes a legend on their own. Every man's heart one day beats its, <laughs> beats its final beat. His lungs breathe a final breath. And it's what that man <laughs> in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others and makes them bleed deeper and something larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized. Good, close. <laughs> by, <laughs> by the storytellers, by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him and make the running the man did live forever. I don't, damn, know, Judy I don't know what I'm saying. You. You. You, you are the legend makers of Ultimate Warrior. Wow. Wow. Can I, here's, what I here, here's what I think. Here's what I think. Wow. I think that Ike was the way he thought other people were hearing him. I think yes. it's how he thought he yes. sounded. Yes. Yeah. I think I was how he actually sounded. Yes. And I think that deep inside, that was what he truly felt. I think we heard <laughs> three all three. Levels. I think we, we all did. You're saying that A we just explored the id, ego, and super ego of the ultimate warrior here yes. Yes. at this impromptu. Exactly and when you right. showed me that, I didn't realize that until... Until I started reading it, he knew he was dying. A hundred percent. The speech is about that. And I think when he was pointing at all the other people, he was trying to send himself into wow. other into people them. to live Speaking on. Speaking of which, Christy, I'm going to leave you with the caveat again. Thank you. Since you read it out loud, initially Ike was going to die, then Connor was going to die. Oh. If you can't get someone else to read this within 24 hours, you will die. So I'm leaving that with you. Oh, fuck. That said, I want to thank you guys all for exploring the cross between acting and comedy. I thank think that you. was eye-opening. I'm very impressed by all of you. As someone who's always felt like he's just kind of scrambling uphill to figure out how comedy <laughs> works, to see people have this firm foundation in another area, it's quite impressive. And all jokes aside, what a cool thing. 
So thank you. Now, Christy, we have callers on the line who want to talk about outer space with you. Here we go. Their names are up here at the show when you're doing the TV show okay, on the yeah. teleprompter. This It'll is the. You'll see Kelsey from New York. Yeah, and so you can call them directly. I right. always recommend to people never just say caller on the air because then what'll happen is they'll go me and you'll go, yeah, you. So you have to name them by name. So, Christy, I'm handing you the reins. Okay. Are you guys happy to hang out and help take some calls? Yeah. 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 I would appreciate that because I think I might need some help because I don't, again, I don't know anything about space. So I think I'm also a little worried. Jared and Harry, do we know where my child is? My actual human child. We were just, uh, I just like Ashley, we're checking on it. But do you want us to go check? <laughs> no, something just makes sure. My wife should have left for a haircut by my now and my child has not been brought into the room. Harry's but I'm glad that we're handling it via Slack. I'm glad that we're handling it via Slack. Okay. Okay. Jesus, that's terrifying. Okay, Christy, let's take some calls. And okay. if I have to get called out of the room, Callie's still here? Okay. Does she know, though, that it's 1215? Give me a thumbs up. Okay, so she's aware of the situation. Great. So, Christy, <laughs> calls are yours. All righty. I think we have a caller on the line. We have Kelsey from New York. Um, Kelsey, are you here? I am. How's it going, Christy? <gasps> Hi, Kelsey. Thank you. You're my first ever caller. So, thank you for calling. I think oh, you wow. Have, yeah. Th- I'm, I'm so happy to meet you. I think you have a question about, about space. So, I'm ready to answer it, Kelsey. I do. So this is kind of a, like, sophomore in college stoned in your dorm room question. But if, (laughs) great, (laughs) if the universe is always expanding, what is it expanding into? Like, what is beyond it that allows that expansion? Honestly, Kelsey, I was just thinking about this on my way here. And um, that's a great question. So the answer is, Nobody knows. That's the crazy <laughs> thing about space, Kelsey. It's like we can only speculate. You know, we can it's really only. Troubling. It's so, Kelsey. I've been distraught about this my whole life. We, you know, because space, it's darkness. We can't even see it. So it's like we don't know what's in the darkness. But really, Kelsey, it's a metaphor for life. You know, Kelsey, I think that, honestly, the real question is, what's inside of you? Ooh. You know? Um, yeah. Pr- I mean, I don't know. Currently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some cold brew Love and uh, some existential dread. Um, same, girl. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I Maybe think- the same thing as space. Honestly, yes. You know what, Kelsey? I knew you had the answer inside of you. Do you was really? that an answer? I, Nobody knows. But I, I feel good about it. I feel good about it, too. This has turned my whole day around. Oh, Kelsey, do you want to... This is a question. Do you want to be my best friend? Oh, totally. I love that, Kelsey. Do you like Britney Spears? What would that entail? Mm, I, I'm worried about her. Oh, I don't know if I like, like her or dislike her, I'm, but I'm rooting for her. Well, you know what? I can speak for her, and she appreciates that. So just keep keep sending prayers to her and keep thinking about outer space. And call. you can call when I do my live show, Kelsey. In fact, I really hope you call because I'll talk to you on the air if I can. Okay. I'll pencil it in. Okay, I love you. Uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Bye, Kelsey. Thank you. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. I mean, I think you. If you want, do you want constructive criticism? I I would because here's the thing. I don't know how to answer these questions. Yeah. I mean, but I would say, yeah. So, no one to fold them. No one to fold. I have them. a feeling a lot of people here might go deep into Britney Spears talk, and you got to resist that urge every oh, time. Oh. Okay. So just know when to be like. Thank you so much. Yeah. Let's give it another shot, though. I'm I'm not criticizing. That was a great call. Connor, would you agree? Yeah. That that was good. I like that you asked if she would be your friend, but then once you got that go ahead, you were, you said, I went for it. Mm -hmm. That's really who I am. I also had a theory, and I don't know a lot about science about the expanding universe, is it could just be some extra space. I love that. I wish I should have thrown it to you. Okay. I don't, I, know, if I right. don't know, I don't know if that's correct. Maybe the challenge in this next talk college can be to All right. I believe we ICR. have another call. A Nate from, what's WI? Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Yeah. Nate from Wisconsin. You're on the line with Christy Cello. How are you, Nate? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for calling me. I think you have a question about space, and I'm ready to hear it. All right. Here we go. Okay. So, 
What is dark matter? Any theories? Well, Nate, that's all the time we have. <laughs> what about I, I might know. I might know. Oh, well, Gethard was giving me notes to I'm cut sorry, it off. Well, maybe I put you in your head because you really severely overcompensate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Actually, um, Nate, if it's cool, I got I got my good friend Ike here who's, who's yeah. going to take that one. Ike, what do you think? Well, uh, you know, uh, when you look at a turkey, there's mm-hmm. dark meat. There's white meat on a turkey and so that's analogous to uh, matter and there's dark some the matter is dark and some is not Nate what do you think about that um no did you say no <laughs> no I said yeah. oh. yum oh yum know. yum that's great Nate well I hope you have a delicious yeah. day <laughs> I'm getting better. You found your catchphrase too. Hope you have a delicious day. Look <laughs> at that. This is actually very fun. I think you're taking to this. Because you're Thank a people you. person. It's Thank a lot you. like crowd work in certain ways. I really do like talking to people. Um we've got Drew from North Carolina. Drew, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, Drew. I'm so good. Uh, a little nervous to talk about space, but let's oh, see, uh, let's see if I can actually answer this one for you, Drew. I'm going to try to be very serious and give you my best answer. So what's your question? This is more of a vain space question. Okay. Um, when aliens come, do you think that they'll think, like, we're attractive? Drew, that's my kind of question. Honestly, yes. Like, I just want, I don't want them to think that, like, we're, like, cold and unfeeling. It's like, no, but, like, we're, I just want them to think that we're hot. I love that, Drew. I could not agree more. And I think yes, because the truth is, is like, we've seen aliens and they're really not hot. So I think that we, right? can, we can be confident in that we're, we're hotter than aliens. That's what I'm hoping. I think so. Connor, what do you think? Well, not to be vulgar, but the wording of your question was, I thought, provocative. You said, when aliens come, (laughs) do you think they'll find us attractive? Oh. I thought you were asking a very specific sexual question. Mm -hmm. Are the aliens thinking of someone else? Are you thinking about sex with aliens? I mean, like, if they're down. There is a Kanye West lyric that's truly the worst Kanye lyric I've ever heard when he does this song with Katy Perry called E.T. And Kanye says, tell me what's next. Alien sex. (laughs) That's a Kanye West lyric. Drew, you can look it up. So the answer is yes. Aliens are going to think we're hot. And I encourage you and everyone listening to fuck them. Because I think it's going to be really fun. Okay, Drew. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've got Jenny from New York. Jenny, where in New York are you? Um, I'm in a cold, dark conference room in Midtown. Oh, Jenny. Um, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny, I'm so happy you're... You sound sound like you could be my friend in real life, Jenny. I just get a vibe. Same. Uh, oh, Jenny. Um, do you have a, did you have a question about space or something? Yeah. Okay. So, what, okay. So, imagine that you go up in a spaceship. Got it. And then you're you want to go into the ether, into the universe without space gear, right? You, yeah. So you jump out of the spaceship. Got it. How long do you have before your whole body explodes? And then what part explodes first? Okay, I actually kind of know this answer. So I've been thinking about space. So there's no gravity in space, okay? But all the planets have gravity. But sometimes their gravity is just like a million times as strong as our gravity. So it would crush us. So I think it depends. Also, planets have atmospheres. So I think it depends on if we're close to a planet and its atmosphere to determine if we're going to combust, if it'll be like the moon and there's like a little gravity and we'll just like bounce around. So I really think, are, are we just like, I think it just depends on if we're close to a planet. Whoa, that's, that was very scientific. 
Honestly, I'm, I know because I'm actually really <laughs> smart. <laughs> I'm so impressed. But yeah, not, so, not that I doubted you. Thank I just you. that I, that was a very specific answer. I just like want to know. Like, also, does it does it hurt? Like, on a scale from like IUD insertion to like oh, scratch yes. on the back. Love that you went there. I think that honestly, I think if you're gonna combust in space, it'll probably hurt more than an IUD, but maybe not as much as like a pap. <laughs> Got it. Okay. If I can just jump in, Ike Connor, what um, gynecological procedure do you think combusting in space would equate to? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Christy thinks. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Thank you, Jenny. Thank Bye. you. Bye. And we've got our last call. This has been the best day of my You're life. You're doing great. You think I can't so? wait to see you take more on TV on Thank the 10th. You. Thank you, Papa. Right, July 10th? July 10th, Wednesday night, call in. Um, and you're going to be able to talk to somebody very powerful when you call in. It's not just me. Somebody else is going to be there. Um, so we got our last call, Jason from Oregon. Do you say Oregon or Oregon? Cool. Me too. I think Jason hung up. Jason? All right. Uh, All right. Jason, well, he, you're well, lost, that answers Jason. your question, right? <laughs> He's Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Christy, you did bye, so great bye. taking calls. Everybody here, I have to thank you all. Thanks, guys, for helping uh, too. Christy mm. Cello, July 10th. If you're listening right now, watch live, call. She's putting so much work into the show. I've seen the outline. It's going to blow your mind. Ike, I hope you'll return. The people are hoping that the meat sky will come to sandwich <laughs> night around Thanksgiving, the, the public access holiday that I invented six years ago, I believe. Yes. Can we, is the meat sky willing, if if you, the actor, are in town, will meat sky be appearing at sandwich night? If I am here in New York, <gasps> then uh... <laughs> Wait, was that JFK? I guess. I don't know. Then I will be there. You will. <laughs> the meets go. Connor Ratliff, of course, the George Lucas talk show. And I believe the Kickstarter will be done by the time this comes out on Friday. Sure, but. Uh, still give you money for yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> There's still ways to contribute money, I, I would assume. Yes. And, and Connor, you have pitched an idea for CGP. I have not had a chance to write back. We will be doing it. It's a fantastic idea. Can I make a suggestion without yeah. revealing too much? Sure, yeah. Do you not think, based on the idea that you gave me, yeah. that Ike might be a perfect person to be a part of that? I think he absolutely would. Mm. Oh mm. We're not going to say what it is on the air, but as far as the yeah. teaser goes, Connor pitched an idea. I think it would be a really, I think. Yeah. Oh, I just, they were written on the screen that Jared and Harry used to commit. Christy, I was very confused. <laughs> This message, do you want to do you want to read this? Message? Yeah, That's all of a sudden up. on Chris's computer it says he's moaning but isn't full crying. And I did not know what that meant and then remembered my 11-week-old son is in the room with them. Seems fine, but maybe about to cry? Clearly we need to wrap this one up. <laughs> as always, it's not just comedians I like to support, it's musicians as well. It's all the artists of of the New York area. Justin you go out to a lot of shows? You rocking around at a lot of concerts out there? I not? rock around at concerts, yeah. You do? I rock around. Your favorite band, of course? It's Weezer, yeah. Late era Weezer, baby. I, 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 Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ending it today, a, a song that I truly love from a band that I'm truly impressed by. They uh, put out their music on State Champion Records. This is Spouter with Pulp.
I want to thank everybody for listening and supporting the CGP, the podcast project. And if you like it, remember we're part of Earwolf Presents, and that's awesome. We really thank Earwolf for giving us the shot, but be vocal. And if you are, maybe we'll get to do some more. Maybe it'll extend beyond these four that they're uh, giving us. That was three of four. We'd love to keep it going. So get out there, talk about it, support it. Maybe it can happen. Who knows? Thanks to all the comedians who came in today. Thanks to everybody who called as part of our dumb bits. Thank you to Harry Nelson and Jared O'Connell in the booth, both for your hard work on the show and for uh, weirdly babysitting my child during the tail end of that one. Uh, thank you to Alex Clute for the theme music. Thank you to Spouter for your uh, contribution to your music. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que no está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Hola, Nesea. Spanish Aki Presents. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.